everybody! Today we are going to start by talking about Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. I am Emily. I am Mary. I am Kelly. I'm Susan. Uh, and we are going to take a little quiz to start us off. I will give you guys a link to that later on at some point somewhere so you can take it too. But this is which Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two character are you? Are you guys ready? I'm ready. Ready. I guess we should go ahead and say, too, if you haven't seen Volume 2 of Guardians of the Galaxy, there are spoilers forthcoming. Are we just going to go mm-hmm. with the spoilers? Yes. I mean, Yeah. I mean, always. there's no way to discuss and yeah. Yeah. spoil some things. <sighs> this is a spoiler podcast, y'all. Yeah, we should just Get put that in the like show description. <laughs> We're embracing yeah. it. Spoilers forever. Spoiler squad. Deal with it. All right. Question one. Are you a person who dances or a person who does not? How, what order are we going to go answering these? You can go first. Go ahead. <laughs> that was not my intention by asking that question, but okay. All right. We're going to go Kelly, Mary, Susan, and then me. All right. Okay. Uh, I'm a person who does not. That's that's definitely me. Ugh, I knew you were going to say that. It's Mary? true. I'm definitely a person who dances. Yeah. Yep. I'm a person who dances also. I mean, not well, but... I am also a person who dances, so Kelly is the odd one out there. We've established now that I am the bitch of the podcast. (laughs) Now everyone knows. Squad bitch. This is a good one. Pick an 80s toy. Go, Kelly. Troll dolls, for sure. I wasn't alive in the 80s. BT dubs. Oh my god, stop. Stop. (laughs) She's like, what are these toys? Um, But (laughs) troll dolls were a huge thing in the 90s, too. And yeah, I had a lot of them. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. This is hard because I wasn't allowed to watch Care Bears. Oh my gosh. So I don't know We're not much allowed. about that. Right. I wasn't allowed. What's wrong oh with Oh my Care god, Bears? we gotta get into that sometime. Uh, you know, magic. <laughs> I did, I had Cabbage Patch dolls, but Teddy Ruxpin, I had a Teddy Ruxpin and it was like the most disturbing thing ever. I have no idea what that is. I looked at that so and I was like, who? It's just a scary-ass bear. It's a little bear, and you would put a tape cassette in his back, and he would read a story. Like, you could buy specific cassettes for Teddy Ruxpin, Mm -hmm. and he would say, like, Hi, I'm Teddy Ruxpin. Story time. And his mouth would move. You could put other tapes in him. Ooh. And you can just see where that went. Oh, my God. That's horrifying. All right. We can't have an essay for your answer, though, Mary. Yes. So please tell us. I picked Teddy Ruxpin. Okay. (laughs) Um, I was allowed to watch Care Bears because I was a heathen, so I'm picking Care Bears. I also picked Care Bears. I was obsessed with Care Bears when my little brother was born. I brought him a birthday bear to the hospital, so Care Bears. Oh, perf. Oh, okay. Which word best describes you? We're not going to read through them. Just pick one. Kelly. Oh, God. I feel like I hate these questions because it's like, does it best describe me, though? Bitch isn't one of these, so I don't know what you're going to pick. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go ahead and eliminate energetic. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, uh, uh, maybe, I guess I'm going to go with crafty. She's crafty. I'm crafty. All right. I'm going to say empathetic. Empathetic, Susan. I'm going to go with capable. Girl, you are so capable. And hope that that's true. Good one. No, it's true. It's so I'm going to go with, just to like switch things up a little bit, I'm going to go with playful. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Ooh. All right. Brave choice. In a tough situation, you're more likely to 
What, Kelly? Um, this is hard because it's like what tough, like it depends on the situation. Um, because certain tough situations definitely would panic. <laughs> Other ones, I'm gonna go with face it logically because that's usually my approach or like what I try to do if I'm not panicking. Okay. So it would be between those two. Though I often make a joke, I'm going to have to say panic because I'm guaranteed to panic. (laughs) Yeah. I am really torn between panic and face it emotionally. (laughs) That emotion is probably panic, though, so I'm going to go with panic. (laughs) I'm also going to go with panic. (laughs) You guys are just more honest than me, probably. We're all, like, really chill people. (laughs) I am not. I have no chill whatsoever. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so here we have six colors that we can pick from these are not great colors yeah these are all Mm -hmm. hideous but i'm gonna go well these are what i think they're all beautiful (laughs) and i'm having trouble picking you okay oh gross i'm gonna go with orange (laughs) Ew. okay i will pick this (laughs) maroon color wow guys those colors are bad No, I'm going to pick that, like, deep red color, too, because red is my favorite color, and that's the closest thing to red. I'm going to go with this blue, blue one. I thought something was wrong with my screen, because they're just, like, they're off a little. They look beautiful to me, so maybe my screen is just, like, (laughs) I don't know, (laughs) Uh, doing something great. Um, Or maybe it's my eyeballs. I'm I'm about to cry for this next question, by the way. (laughs) Oh, I know. This is, okay. So, which song are you most likely, so most likely, to include on your awesome mixtape? Um, I'm just going to go ahead and read these options, because it's important (laughs) that everyone should know what we're dealing with here. Okay. It's not great. (laughs) None of these would be on an actual awesome mixtape. I would never put a a single one of these songs on a mixtape. I have only even heard one of these songs, and these, I'm pretty sure, are current. (laughs) They are. Ish. Yeah, I, th- I thought it was yeah. going to be choices of songs it like that be like Star Wars would put on tape, which would have been yeah. great songs. Okay, so uh, well. the first one is Shape of You by Ed Sheeran. <gasps> That's the one I've heard. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I kind I of actually love, love that you. song. You push and pull like a magnet. I like would not put oh, that on that a mix, lyric? but I yeah. kind of love it. So I think that's going to be it's my sexy. answer. All right, go for it. Yeah. That's my answer, too. But we also have Can't Stop the Feeling by Justin Timberlake. Can't Stop the Feeling! That's What I Like by Bruno Mars. Lucky for you, that's, that's what, what I like. like. Oh. That's what, what I like. Uh, issues <laughs> by Julia Michaels. Who the I don't fuck know is that? that one. I don't know that one. Who is that? Um, Sign of the know. Times by Harry Styles. I don't know that one. I, I do know the Issues song. Really? How's it go, girl? Oh, man. I would choose the Harry Styles song just based on the fact that it's Harry Styles, even though I don't know what the song sounds like. I'm going to I'm gonna actually change my answer to Issues, because I like that song. Okay. I sincerely have only heard The Shape of You, but I actually don't like that song. But I do, <laughs> in general, like Bruno Mars, so I'm going to pick his song, even though I've never heard it. Okay. I am really torn here, because I, I do like The Shape of You song, but... I really like Justin Timberlake, but I don't like this song. Because it's from Trolls, the movie. And it was a terrible Oscar opener. Yeah, it's it's not a good song. I'm sorry, Justin. I would pick you in any other situation, but I'm going with Ed Sheeran with this one. So, all right. All right. Your worst trait is probably 
Again, being a bitch is not an option, Kelly. So what are you going to go with? <laughs> That's my There best are some trait. bitchy answers, though. Yeah. I mean, apathy is pretty bitchy. Yeah. yeah. So is coldness. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, this is hard. I'm not oblivious. I think everyone is selfish, but it's not my worst trait. Uh, I'm uh, probably, probably apathy, honestly. Okay. Mary? I'm going to say relentlessness because I tend to just like constantly text people when they don't answer me and I know it's annoying, but I can't stop. Okay. <laughs> I thought it said restlessness at first and I was like, wait, what? Okay. Um, yeah, mine's definitely selfishness. I'm super selfish. <laughs> I'm going to go with, oh God, I don't know. I'm none of these things because I'm perfect. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go with carelessness. No. I'm going to go with obliviousness because sometimes I can not pay attention to what's happening around me. All right. And now it's calculating our answers. Oh, I got it. I got it. I'm ready. Kelly, what'd you get? Uh, I got rocket. Yes. That's my favorite. Which I don't, I'm surprised. I, did, I kind of was expecting to get Gamora, but. Oh, yeah. You know. What'd you get, Mary? I got Star-Lord. Yeah. Ooh. I think that's, that's happy that. Well, this is less exciting now because I also got Star-Lord. I got yeah. Star-Lord too. Oh my God. <laughs> wow. We got a bunch of main characters in here and then a side. I mean, what do you have to say to Rocket get is not a side Gamora. character. Um, Rocket is the best, Kelly. Yeah, but, but like, I think it's. Star Lord I think it's is really funny character. that like all the people who dance got Star Lord, and the one person who's like, I know, you're the odd man out. It's funny that it says you're a pop culture expert, and yet I didn't know any of the current songs yeah. Yeah. <laughs> at all. <laughs> Clearly, something's off. All right, so now you know a little bit more about us yeah. and our relationship to Guardians of the Galaxy. So, what are our thoughts about Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two? Oh, man, I loved it. I think it's even better than the first one. I, so much better. I loved it also. I don't know. For me, I don't know if I liked it better, but I definitely thought it was as good, at least. I don't know. Kelly, what did you think? Um, I I liked it as much. I think I liked uh, – there are things that I like better about each of them, you know? So, like, mm-hmm. I think that they come out about equal for me. I like this one a lot better. <laughs> why Why was that? Do you have, like, a specific reason, do you think? Mm, well, partially because I tend to forget a lot of action movies. Me too. Um, they just don't yeah. stick with me very well. And I think I forgot a lot of the first one <laughs> and did not rewatch it for this podcast. So the second one's fresher, and that's a lame answer. But that's I also fair, was – I was super into Baby Groot yeah. more so than Adult Groot. I thought Rocket was better in this movie, too. Man, Rocket was so badass in this movie, I thought. So badass. And I really liked, um, I see, this is an example. I can't remember the guy with the blue face's name. The name was Yondu. At the top of the dock. Yondu. Uh, it was Yondu. It was Yondu. I love, uh, I love Yondu. So I was, much. like, thinking Honda. No. Yondu Honda. is, is excellent. <laughs> Yondu. I thought, like, I really loved that whole storyline, so I was just... Yeah. Into that, too. It was it was so sweet. Peter yeah. Quill was searching for his father, and his father was there all along, and he wasn't I trying know. to eat him after all. What a twist. 
I know. Um, I kept being like, oh, you keep saying, like, he threatened to eat me. And I'm like, did you really think he was going to eat you? Like, <laughs> like just the logistics of that would be hard to figure out. Like, how would you eat him? Do you have a history of eating people? Yeah, it just seemed unlikely. I mean, maybe. Though he does, like, quite violently kill, like, many, sure. many people. Uh- in a really great yeah. scene I mean, with he his whistle. threatening, so. That's, like, one of my favorite, like, weapons of ever. It's the best. I'm trying to whistle and sound cool, but I just don't have the whistle, you know? <laughs> you went I mean, for it, though. <laughs> I think I you have to have the weapon to have the, the whistle. That was they, super like, cool. Come together. Yeah, I thought it was really cool, too. I think uh, maybe I shouldn't say this. Maybe I need to go watch the first one again. I've actually seen the first one several times because I I love the first one so much. But visually, I think there were a lot more scenes in the new one that are sticking out to me as like being like visually stunning, even just like from an action sequence standpoint, because like you have the Yondu scene where he's like killing all those people. You have the scene with Rocket where he's like got all those cool gadgets and he's like in the forest and, and it's like funny. Oh yes, yeah. Um, so I don't know. It was just doing a lot for me. I thought this was funnier than the first one. Yeah, too. I thought it was. I don't know if I thought it was funnier, but I definitely like. I thought it was really funny. I thought it was funny. I definitely am not super into poop jokes, so I'm like, there were a lot of poop jokes. Were there? Were there? Yeah. Oh. I don't remember. I don't remember any. I mean, to me, like one poop joke is a lot of poop jokes. So, (laughs) like, I I can't remember a single poop joke. There was like an extended sequence of them arguing about how Rocket was gonna stick a turd in Uh, Star Lord's pillow. Yeah, you're right. And then Drax was like, "My poop is so big," and I was like, "My poop is famously large." I was just like, "I can't right now with this poop shit." Shit. (laughs) (laughs) How do you guys feel like this movie stacks up to other Marvel movies? And I'm asking this specifically because um, the Guardians of the Galaxy movies are my favorite of all the Marvel movies. Like, I think they're so much better than the Avengers movies. To be fair, I haven't seen the Avengers movies. So, Eh, and I do, I want to watch them because I do like all the people in them, and I've seen, like, a couple of the individual uh, doesn't Avengers mean you're going to like them. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love superheroes. I grew up reading comic books, and I've seen all of these movies. And I have to say, like, the Avengers movies are some of the least impressive. Interesting. <laughs> the bunch. Well, because I know because a lot of people really, really love those movies. Yeah, so, and I just don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> but they just take not every good. character they can and shove them in a room together. And they say, oh, look, it's cool. All these characters are together. And I'm like, yeah, but is there a plot? Mm. And I think, <laughs> too, like, the thing about the Avengers is, like, none of the women characters really have a plot at all. Or, like, mm-hmm. they're they're all very much supporting of the male characters. Like, the big stars in the Avengers movies are like Iron Man and Captain America and even Thor. Um, Black Widow is not ever the star of the movie. We're never following like a plot that's about her. Whereas like with Guardians of the Galaxy, I feel like Gamora's plot is really central to the story in both movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and she has a nemesis who is also a woman who's also very complicated and has a complicated plot. Um, and I just, I really appreciate that. That's true. 
Um, I will say I do love X-Men. <laughs> I love X-Men. X-Men is so bad. Like, it's the worst. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I love it so much. So, like, I don't know if I would say that I like Guardians of the Galaxy better because X-Men is, like, there's so many of them and, like, there's so much going on. And, like, I don't know. I mean, I think, like, objectively speaking, Guardians of the Galaxy is, like, better because it's, like, cleaner. Like, just... X-Men is, like, a fucking mess. Like, yeah. <laughs> but I, like, I just, like, am, feel this affection for it that I can't quite explain. So. It's a mess and you love it. I love it. Yeah. It's a beautiful mess. I understand. Like, I really <laughs> like, um, I mean, I liked the first X-Men movie when that came out. And I really liked the more recent X-Men movies. I love Patrick Stewart. Like, he's one of my favorite people in the whole world. So, like, really, I'll go see anything with him in it. Um, same with Michael Fassbender. I'm all about anything James with Michael McElroy. Fassbender in it. Yeah, I mean, like, the casting is just great. Yeah, and I think the characters are really interesting. A lot of them are anyway. I think that there's, like, a lot of, like, fun stuff going on and, like, fun character dynamic and everything. I just think that, like, the way that they put the plots together, are it gets really convoluted and just, like, ridiculous. Yeah. And I think it's another issue of overcrowding a lot where there are just like yeah, so yes. many characters. And and there is that very famous problem of all the X-Men movies just really being about Logan, which has been yeah. an issue well, throughout I mean, the and series. And the Logan movie is really great. Like the movie that's just about him. I know. I still have great. to see it. I still have to see it. I mean, yeah, X-Men's kind of a mess. I mean, I will say that like Guardians of the Galaxy really doesn't have that overcrowding problem, in my opinion, even though no. it has, I mean, it is a team movie. There is a cast of characters. And I feel like, especially in the second one, they all sort of have something going on. Yeah. yeah and they even are split up for a lot of the movie and yeah. doing their own things. So. I mean, Gamora has the Nebula plot. Star-Lord has his dad. Drax has his thing with Mantis, which I want to talk about later. Oh, and, we're going to get to that. Oh, yeah. And Rocket um, is, like, alone for a good chunk at the ship, and he has a touching moment with Yondu. But I, I have to say, I, I felt like um, the whole plot with the golden people felt very, like, tacked on and unnecessary because there was, like, other central stuff going on, and I felt like there was enough where they could have, like, put Rocket in with, like, one or the other of the... Like, I liked that Rocket and Yondu were together, but, like, we're... I don't even... The gold people. Like, (laughs) why? I mean, I think they're supposed to be ridiculous. But it's just, like, it's not that they're ridiculous, it's that they seem pointless. Yeah. I kind of forgot about them until I was putting together this. They're going to factor well, I'm in I'm amazed later. at how much I also forgot about them. Okay, well, we're going to talk about our predictions for the third movie a little bit later, but okay. I do want to get to some of the questions we got from yeah. people. Um, because we put out a request on Facebook for people to send in their Guardians questions, and we got a lot of responses, and... Um, we'd like to answer some of them on the podcast today, and we'll probably have to wait and get to some of them um, on the next podcast when we usually do our uh, <laughs> feedback section. Yeah. So um, I know we've been like chomping at the bit, to, or at least I have, to get to this first one. <laughs> so um, Mandy from Tampa, Florida asks, someone, cis male, asked me how, as a female, I emotionally reacted to the film as they saw it as, quote, man-motional. They wondered if I had the same emotional response. 
thoughts on this gendered question I was asked. I like, as I'm reading that, my, I feel like the, the heat rising because I'm getting really angry. <laughs> yeah. I'm about, to, I'm about to like Hulk on this, but I mean, can we stop fucking putting man in front of things and like what trying does that to make mean? that a thing? What does like, man emotional mean? Um, it means mean? that like men don't usually feel things, but when they do, it's like it's like special because like usually they don't. So like <laughs> that's man not emotional. True. That's what that is. Uh, it also sounds like it's like a safer kind of emotional. Yeah, you know, like no, it's just you know where emotional. women are, you know, hysterical emotional. For example, yeah. men are just man emotional, which is like pretty chill, but had a feeling. The other problem with this is it suggests that a man would be like totally surprised that a woman would be able to empathize, empathize mm-hmm. and understand a man's emotions. Even though that's what we've been having to do. Yes. <laughs> I think the reason that – and I'm not – not all men, okay? But I think the reason that a man might ask a question like this is because – historically men have not been asked to empathize with female characters and so they don't fucking understand how someone could do that you know what we're all people we all get emotional not man emotional not <laughs> just, vagina emotional just vagina fucking emotional. emotional okay so this is this is fucking ridiculous and i'm sorry that you had to deal with this stupid man asking you this dumbass question I'm, I'm real sorry, girl. We hope you I'm punched sorry. him in the face right after he asked Also, him. though, yeah. such a big chunk of the movie that was emotional to me was the father-son narrative. And especially my favorite line from the movie, Yondu to Star-Lord saying, He may have been your father, but he ain't your daddy. Mary, those are man motions. Also, when he said that, I was kind of like, that's a little sexual, <laughs> isn't it? Like, yeah, I was kind of snickering <laughs> under my breath, but I was with my parents when I saw it. So I was like, oh, I mean, I'm just, I'm crying. Um, <laughs> I saw it with my parents, too. That's funny. Actually, just my dad. My mom went and saw a different movie. She's oh. like, meh. <laughs> it's because she's a woman and she doesn't get it. <laughs> I don't, like women women can empathize with a father son relationship too. It's just like I wouldn't expect I mean, I wouldn't expect a man to watch a movie about a mother and daughter and feel nothing. You know, like the parent child bond is not but about the thing gender. is some people some men do. Some uh, my men eyes are rolled so far down. back in my head right now. My husband is right here. Should I ask him? Yeah. 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 You should ask him. Get him over here. Joe, do you want to be a guest? <laughs> man guest time ask a man let's ask a man let's talk about your emotional <laughs> response to guardians of the galaxy how did you emotionally respond did you feel man motion this is the worst sorry if he says that. something dumb well he is a man so, you know. yeah. oh my god the matriarchy is too strong here oh no <laughs> i'm gonna i'm just gonna explain this to you joe so um our friend mandy in tampa florida um, asked us uh, how we feel about the fact that a guy asked her if she was able to empathize with the man motions going on in the movie. Like, man motions. Like, emotions, but, like, men feeling them? <laughs> L- like, like a son-dad emotion? Yeah, do you think that man emotions are different than woman emotions? Uh, I don't know. I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> There we have I it, mean, folks. We don't think so either. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We See, a man so said it, so it's true now. <laughs> I think it's kind of like they're saying it's like the word bromance. Mm, yeah, that's also a good point. dumb. 
Well, because yeah. men can't be this is just like a- friends and have emotional relationships with each other. Yeah. I've always wondered that. It's like by bromance, do you mean friendship? Friendship. Yeah. All right. Well, okay, this has been you. special guest Joe. Thank you, Joe. That was Ask Jeez a Man with Joe. <laughs> ask <Thank> a Man. <laughs> okay. Ask a Man. Legitimize the question. So I I have a lot more questions, but we probably only have time for one more. So um, Mary, do you do you want to go with Aaron's question? Yeah, I've just been okay. like I've been pondering this since. Yeah. So he why don't you read this. us Aaron's question and then Aaron from Riverside, California says, Ooh, "Wow, I want you to talk the about the, the racialization and sexualization of Mantis." Mm. I was very troubled by the mantis stuff. Serious pleasure companion slash sex tourism implications. Leaving aside the racialization and sexualization, plus the pleasure companion sex slave stuff, (laughs) she was the butt of all the jokes and the humor was about making fun of her looks and her just doing her job. And I was getting comically hit by a arrow and when she was getting comically hit by a rock she gets hit by a rock at the end of the mm-hmm. movie after which she's just a limp body for the rest of the film yeah. so what do we think about mantis and it, she doesn't really like feel her own emotions throughout the movie does she she kind she of doesn't. just feels emotions through what she gets from other people mm-hmm. i well yeah because i don't know if doesn't she say towards the beginning that she can't understand like, how humans react to things unless she touches them and then she, like, absorbs their feelings. I mean, Hmm. I know she sort of discusses that, and for me it wasn't, like, completely fleshed out, but she does seem to genuinely enjoy having conversations with different people at points. And, like, she doesn't know much about the human world, but why would she? Because she's just been living with one dude on a planet. Yeah. Right. And, And the dude is the entire planet. Yeah. Right, she lives, yeah, on a dude, <laughs> a man planet, if you will. Um, man planet. No, she seems to act like genuinely care about these people that she just met and mm-hmm. wanting to protect them from a thing that she realizes is bad. So she seems to have her own emotions too. Yeah, I thought she did. Yeah, there wasn't like enough of an explanation of like what her, you know, species like can mm-hmm. and cannot feel or do or is capable of processing or whatever it's weird to me how most of the jokes are drax making fun of mantis and saying she's ugly and i know that we're supposed to get the understanding that drax's conception of beauty is very different from sort of like the normative american standard of beauty so like he talks about meeting his beloved and she wouldn't dance and it was so attractive to him he got a boner and with mantis who is very beautiful i'm probably gonna butcher her name but palm clementif who plays mantis (laughs) is very beautiful i would say objectively and yet most of the movie is just drax making fun of her and it's supposed to be funny and the people who i saw the movie with dad laughed really hard at that and thought it was hilarious and part of me just sat there thinking why are we laughing about this dude telling a woman he barely knows that she's hideous yeah and i kept thinking it was gonna make a turn and drax was gonna say actually i think you're very beautiful and i'm attracted to you and it was gonna like set up a romance for later but Mm -hmm. no it almost Said that. I mean, I <laughs> think it, it, didn't. <laughs> it might do that, actually. Like, it seems like that might be where it's headed. 
I definitely saw that as the direction it was going in. But I do, I think that there is one moment of acknowledgement where when Gamora comes out and Mantis is like, well, we were just talking about how ugly I am. And then (laughs) she's like, did you tell her that? And then he was like, yeah, I mean, look at her. And then she like looks at her and like has this expression on her face. Like, I can't believe you are doing this right now. And then she was like, you're not ugly. And then she Mm -hmm. like continued the conversation. But it's like, it is weird that 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 does play out comically. And when I saw it in the theater, I like laughed in a way where I was like, it was like uncomfortable laughter. Yeah. I laughed because I thought the joke was supposed to be ironic because Drax, yeah. you could argue, is objectively not attractive. <laughs> and so it's like he can't, I don't know, like he can't register he that. Can't so he can't process just, what beauty is because he's not. I guess. Way. I don't know. I mean, I guess I just thought that the the humor was supposed to be coming from like an ironic place. So. Right. Yeah, but and I think too, like Drax is supposed to be this character that just like says what he thinks. Mm-hmm. Um, that was another question we got, and I'm thinking like maybe we should talk about that really fast since we're kind of like bleeding into that a little bit. Yeah, that's fine. Is that okay? Totally. Um, so so Claire from Grand Rapids, Michigan, um, asks. Thoughts about Drax's linguistic changes in the movie. In the first film, they really emphasize that he doesn't understand expressions and only speaks literally. But this movie, he uses a lot of figurative language. Fig- Why can't I talk right now, guys? Figurative language throughout. She was just pointing out that there was that inconsistency. And I remember like watching the movie kind of thinking that his character seemed a little weird. Um, and I think part of that was like the interpretation of like what like how he communicates was a little bit different so whereas in the first movie it was like him not understanding figurative language this movie it seemed to be more like he just said whatever was on his mind sometimes that was figurative i mean but it was more like he didn't have a filter than he's very literal about everything what did you guys think about that did you notice that oh yeah i did notice that i think I mean, I think maybe what we're supposed to understand is that he is, like, spending time with these people who, like, are constantly speaking in not literal ways. So he, if he is capable of learning, which I assume he is, like, I guess we're supposed to understand that through communicating, he has, like, managed to, like, pick up on these cues, I guess. I don't know how much, like, do you guys know how much time is supposed to have passed between the first movie and this movie? It seems like a lot. Like, I got the feeling that they'd been on several adventures. Yeah, like, traveling together. Because, like, you kind of see snippets of that in the beginning, and they definitely seem to have more of, like, a rapport going on and, like, a comfort with each other. So it it seemed like this was just, like, one episode of, like, many that we've sort of been, like, building up to. Yeah. I, I mean, too, like, like, he's still figuring it out. There's a couple of instances where he has to explain the figurative language, and he gets it, but he's like, oh, you mean you're gonna yeah. put one of my poops in? You know, like, yeah, it's he gets it, but he <laughs> Kelly's still has favorite to joke. walk through it. Just going off of what we were just talking about with the you're ugly stuff, like, mm-hmm. it's funny that the last thing he says to Mantis is like, well, you are beautiful on the inside, which is a figurative yeah, right. <laughs> like, yeah, and it's but it's about again like her looks and yeah, not really. Yeah. But I I think maybe I like on a positive side, I guess Mantis doesn't ever really seem to give a shit what yeah. he thinks about the way that she looks. Um, yeah. 
So it's she's like, yeah, that's fine that you feel that way. Like, whatever, you know. So maybe maybe well, that's she'll just a good be thing. like, thank you, no matter what yeah. is said to her. <laughs> I mean, again, I would argue, why would she? Because she it, she even says at one point in the movie, she's a pet. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's not really allowed to be her own person. And she, at the end of the film, she is shown in like superhero team stance with the rest of yeah. them and i'm hoping she's in the next one and we kind of learn a little i would bit be surprised more. if she wasn't this kind of gets to the last thing i wanted to ask before we move on to our next topic what are your hopes for volume three because we know there's going to be a third one uh, i mean they really set that up at the end and obviously this movie made a shit ton of money so there's no way they're not making yeah. a third so obviously like we want to see mantis we want to see her maybe like come into her own a little bit more and like be less of a pet and more of like a like fully realized hero. What if what they else? have like teenage Groot and he's all like moody? I would. Love I, it. Did you uh, stay and see the teenage no, Groot part at the end? I didn't. Yeah. Oh, I didn't what? realize there Damn was an after scene. Yeah. So, guys, if you if you haven't seen Guardians of the Galaxy yet, or if you're planning on going to see it again, wait all the way to the end, and there is a scene with teenage Groot getting rebellious and. Uh, I think Peter Quill tells him he needs to clean his room. And Damn it. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, obviously so I'm a genius. Because... I'm going to go back again just yeah. to watch that. So I mean, I, I definitely yeah. like want to go see it again. So There's um, also an yeah, after credit scene where Aisha, the priestess of the Golden People, I cannot remember their names. What were their names? The Sovereigns. She has built something that's going to change everything, she says, and she looks crazed and maniacal when she says it. So I am pretty sure they're going to feature heavily. As, like, mm-hmm. main villain, since our villain from this movie is now gone. And then if they're, if they're a main villain in the next one, then it makes more sense why they were featured yeah. in this one. It just kind of, it makes this movie not stand on its own, but... Do any of these movies stand on their own? No. They're always selling yeah. us the next one. I would I would I rather know. have them be a bigger thing in the next one so that I can feel better about what they yeah. were even doing there in the first place in this one. <laughs> because they just seemed <laughs> they like... They look cool. They were like they a sub, cool. sub, sub plot. I liked watching them move <laughs> yeah. and like... Yeah, and um, the makeup yeah. was, was really cool. But um, yeah. well, the last thing that, that I wanted to say um, that I really appreciated about this movie that I didn't really like so much about the last one is that I felt like the villain in this movie who like spoiler, you know, turns out to be Kurt Russell, who is introduced as, you know, a hero. I mean, I think we knew that was coming. Yeah. And you're like, Oh my God, he's so great. Nothing could like, what could possibly go wrong? You can't have hair that good and be. Yeah. Not. (laughs) Um, but anyway, I felt like he was a really effective villain where in the first movie and he had like a purpose like you understood what he was doing mm-hmm. like and and why and everything and in the first movie I don't even all I remember it was was it was Lee Pace and he didn't even look cute so what's the point and <laughs> um, but I don't remember anything about that villain other than he like had you know the sisters with him for whatever reason I have no idea what he was doing other than, like, trying to be all-powerful. And, like, that's such a, like, typical villain thing in these superhero movies is, like, I'm going to blow all the things up just because. Like, I'm going to destroy the world. And it's like, but, like, what is your motivation? Who are you? We had another really good question um, 
about the villain, which unfortunately we don't have time to get to um, on this podcast. So just that's a little teaser that we will we will answer the question about Ego, which is the name of the villain in the next podcast. So don't worry if we didn't answer your questions in this one. I'm saving them. We'll get to them next time. Yes. Um, And thank you so much, everybody, for sending so many really great questions in. And I'm very excited to talk about them more next time. Can I can I say what I hope will happen? Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, thanks. Um, <laughs> no, I want more Nebula. Yes. Mm-hmm. And all about Nebula. And then, actually, I would watch a whole movie just about her. And then, yeah. uh, less, I'm not very interested in the, the non-romance that's happening. Oh my god, Nebula that's like my Star-Lord. favorite part. Yeah. <laughs> Are you I'm kidding? Not, I'm no, not interested I love in either, them. Susan. <laughs> I'm not, I just don't, I'm not that interested. I'm such a sucker that. for like the hate love romance relationships. Like that is my, like, I I'm love that. About it. I don't think Gamora's interested. No, I don't either. Well, I care more about, I care more about Gamora and Nebula than I do about Gamora and anyone else. My issue is that, and I'm probably in the minority here, but I, I'm really not a huge fan of Karen Gillan's performance as Nebula. I feel, like, in the first movie, I just feel like Nebula could be, it has the potential to be, like, a really great, interesting character, and it's just not quite there, because this performance is so, like, lacking in anything, like, and I get that she's supposed to be, like, part, like, Yeah, she's part machine, Kelly. She's part she's machine, but, like, machine. does that, does yeah. that <laughs> affect, like, how much does that affect, like, your personality, if you're allowed to have a personality? Like, because she does have one. So I can't. I, I do. I, in defense of her role, maybe I don't. I don't have the same issues with it as you do. But I do think that you know, like she was kind of like wavering between like villain and hero in this movie, and I think she's going to be more of a hero in the next movie, and we might be able to see more of that personality come out when she actually becomes like a legitimate part of the team. I hope so. So that could be a hope that you have we can frame it that way yes. like make it positive <laughs> yes so now um susan is going to uh take the reins right yes um i might have put too many talking points on this thing for the bachelorette but um the first thing i wanted to talk about so you may have seen our blog where we make snap judgments um, based so on all of the cast bios. Um, yeah, we just looked at their cast bios and their photo and their shirt and their hair and we're like, we hate you or you seem okay. And I was wondering now that after we've seen the first episode, if any of our first impressions, if we want to change our mind about some of those, if they were totally off or if you're like spot on about someone being terrible. Well, we all knew Waboom was terrible. I hate Lucas. Yeah, and we were all correct. Yeah. I hate him more than I thought I could hate him. Same. <laughs> he, I feel like that the movement that he is doing is not safe for I, his skull. He is shaking his brain loose. Well, and yeah. he seems super dumb. So, we, like, here's what, Mary, you called him a dumbo. <laughs> Kelly, yeah. you seconded that he was definitely a dumbo. <laughs> Um, Ashton Kusher also thinks was like, what is this? Yeah. I'm I'm jumping ahead to episode two, but yeah, he was like, well, we were, so we were spot on with 
him being a Dumbo. Yeah. Um, I will say that I was very wrong about Peter, who I am now fully in love with. Same. And um, we I said, well, I said, quote, he seems like every other white guy named Peter. And now I'm like, no, you don't. I'm so sorry. I hope. You know, because Peter definitely listens to this podcast and saw our blog. I'm very sorry. I know I, I, know I said he was cute, but I think I said he was boring. Which you is- said this guy is kind of cute, but deaf boring. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mary said snooze <laughs> Ooh, with like Emily six say? O's. Emily said he's afraid of heights, so he's definitely going to have to go on a skydiving date. These contestants Mark never my learn. Words. Mark Peter, my words. Peter is more attractive when he is moving and being yeah. a person than in his like stock photo. Well, most of them are so handsome. Like a lot of these so stock handsome. photos are really bad. Like I will say, I didn't give a shit about Diggy. Yeah, in the <laughs> stock photo, but Diggy he is so cute. I like every time he's on screen, I'm like, whew, I know he's really cute. I was not expecting same that. For, same for Kenny, I think. I love Kenny. Kenny's great. Oh, yeah. Great. Kenny's Kenny. great, too. Yeah, I was like, a professional wrestler. And now I'm like, oh, my God. Kenny's where do fave. you wrestle? I will come watch. Kenny's yeah. also yeah. hilarious. Yeah, Kenny. Yeah. So funny. Kenny is hilarious. That comment he made about, like, yeah, I'm a professional wrestler, so I know all about white dudes acting crazy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Kenny, just stay and narrate the whole season, even if y'all don't work out. Although I hope you do. Um, he's like one of my final four picks, but yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. If if nothing else, he should yeah. stay and just talk Which, about everyone else. Final four picks. If you're not playing Bachelorette Fantasy League with us, please do. Why are you not? Um, also, Kelly. I mean, yeah. not Kelly. I'm sorry. <laughs> also, Mary has a bet going on. <laughs> yes. With Ben, my fiance, about who's going to win. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the stakes are high. A cup of coffee. Cup of coffee. Both of us say we're going to win. But, I mean, obviously, I'm going to win. And when I win, Ben will have to buy me a cup of coffee. I think you'll probably win. Sorry, Ben. I don't know. Ben's been watching for I longer. I'm pretty good at Fantasy League. I've done it. I've done it the last like three seasons, and I'm. I mean, I good. I play fantasy football in a league with Emily and Ben, and I'm really terrible at it. So I'm like, this is my chance. <laughs> <laughs> Mary's got something to prove. Well, one of the questions that I wrote down was, "What the fuck is wrong with Lucas?" But we just answered. We that. don't know. Um, we don't we know, know what's wrong with him. Yeah. yeah, I think it's honestly that he shakes his head too hard. Yeah. Um, and something that no one else commented on that I did in in the bio is that he has an ant farm, which. I mean, that already was, like, kind of worrisome. He probably me, so. doesn't actually have an ant farm. He just said that because he thought it was funny. I don't trust that man to keep even ants alive, I mean, alive, if you listen to Blake, he knows. Uh, she like, let go oh, of God. a couple, like, really good people, which is kind of sad. Um, I know. Or I thought we're going to be really good, like... Uh, Mohit or Mohit? Oh my god. He was the best. Like, Mohit like, was a gem. He was so she just, great. She got rid of all the Asian men. Yes, I have... I have all two a problem of them. with the fact that she got rid of all the Asian men. Why? Can we yeah, not they have were an both, Asian man? Okay, they were both physically and just personality-wise. I saw more out of them than, like, than some of these other half movies. of. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and, yeah, like, uh, Mohi, Mo- Mohi got super drunk, though. Yeah. I got <laughs> drunk. You know, like, he wasn't doing anything. He wasn't being belligerent. He wasn't trying to grab her ass. No, it was, it was like, just, funny drunk. It was really my funny. He wasn't screaming through a megaphone. Like, when he, when he saw her kissing Brian, he was like, no! <laughs> that was, I was like, oh, please like stay around. Motion. Give him a chance. <laughs> and so the fact funny. that he does 
Like his whole family does has these Bollywood dancing parties, and he is he can move. Like I was like, this guy is great. And then what did I say in my snap judgment? I like him, so he probably won't stick around. Yeah, and that's right. what happened. Yeah. Yep. Do you think he'll be in paradise? Because people are talking about oh, how funny so. he was in that one episode. I think him and the other Asian guy actually, like one of the two of them at least, will be there because I think people really liked him too. Since he was drunk and he mm. was funny when he was drunk, he'll be in paradise. Because all they do in Paradise is drink. So is Paradise yeah. just, like, random old contestants thrown together? They yeah. send it's, old yeah. contestants... On a beach. ...who are entertaining so to a Kelly. beach Paradise. Kelly. It's so good. alcohol into them. <laughs> it's so good. And they let it go. It's actually become kind of and the you know best the show in the franchise. Oh, the Chad Bear's coming back. Yeah, it is. But... Official. I don't know what yes. that means. I don't know what that is. Chad's going to be there, here. and so is Corinne, and they're probably going to get married. So, oh my Bachelor gosh. in Paradise <laughs> is what hooked me on The Bachelor. I saw the Chad beer, and I was like, well... So is Bachelor in Paradise, like, is there a bachelor or bachelorette, or is it just, they like... no? are bachelors um, and like, Is there eliminations? Yes. One week, the women will give out roses to the men. One There'll or two men get men. cut. The next yeah. week, it'll switch. But uh, every time that someone leaves, a new person comes on. And so it's just what? like this rotating cast of drunk people. It's really How great. does it end? So I can't – I really cannot promote it enough. <laughs> it's so it's Okay, the ending is ridiculous. <laughs> Let me tell you what happens in the last episode. Oh, yeah, yeah. Chris, Chris Harrison comes on and very seriously is like – Guys, you've been on this beach together for like I don't know, like two weeks, maybe for seven times. Yeah, it's like yeah. three weeks. I it's think. time to get serious about your relationship. If you're not serious, then you need to leave now. What? And basically, he's like trying to get them to propose to each other before, which works because three people proposed last season. I mean, yeah, if you're drunk, Carly. it's a lot easier to just <laughs> go for it. Hey, you know what? And Jade and Tanner from season two are like one of the biggest Bachelor success stories. So, I mean, That's, it works. It was season one, I think, wasn't it? No, no, it was season two. I thought they came back on season two to give advice. No, Lacey and uh, What's-His-Face were season one, and then they got married on episode one. Oh, my God, of Bachelor in Parasite. Yeah. But it Except turns, they didn't get married. It no, it wedding. turns out, like, the wedding on episode one of season two of Bachelor in Paradise was, like, totally fake. And as soon as they got home, Lacey, like, ghosted him and, like, never talked to him again. So That's pretty awesome. So Jade um, and Tanner from I totally forgot right? about that season. I just wiped that off. It's like an action movie. It was a good movie. one. It's gone. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Anyway, back on. <laughs> Moving back to on. The topic. So episode two, there were two group dates and one one-on-one. I think we can cut this down to like the most important things that happen. Copper. The first, the first one is that Lucas is still there and wins the first date challenge. Why? He wins because he cheats multiple times. He's a big, times. big cheater. Kenny was so robbed. And I wish that Kenny had laid some wrestling moves down on him after he like, well, he, Lucas like clotheslined him. He sort of under his cool. breath said, I'm going to break his leg later. No, he said that about <laughs> Dean. Oh, about Dean. He said yeah. that about Dean when Dean got the, um, the rose. I'm going to break his rose. leg. Or when she took oh, Dean off to be in private, he was like, I'm going to break Dean's legs later. <laughs> I'm so and, in and it for Kenny. And part was like, yeah, do it, Kenny. Like, I'm here Dean for is it. a little yeah. fuck boy. Like, <laughs> I do he's not, not as bad as I thought he was, actually. I think he's a little bit better than we assumed based on this first impression. I mean, but. he's better than Demario. 
who's here yeah, for the so wrong she reasons. seems to like him. That's the next thing that the other major important thing that happens is that Demario has a very tiny girlfriend. Can I um, ask somebody to please do the impression, do an impression of Demario when he first sees that his girlfriend uh, is there? I had yes. met her m- many, many times ago. <laughs> his first reaction was, "Oh, wait, who, who is this?" Oh. He goes, "Oh, who is this?" <laughs> <laughs> He decided in that moment where he was saying, oh, that was him buying time. He was like the, and then in that moment, he decided, and then, I'm going to go with pretending not to even know her. Yeah. <laughs> Which, and then he immediately spiraled into, she's crazy. She's crazy. Yeah. She's a psycho. And then, yeah, yeah. I met, I, I met her many times ago. <laughs> and then later he said, well, we had sexual intercourse. <laughs> yeah. And Rachel's like, I don't want to know about that. Yeah. Look, also, you went from who is that to we had, sex. Well, we had sexual intercourse. I love when it she was like, his girlfriend said, you still have my keys. And he says, I FedExed your keys back to you. And she looks at the camera and says, I check my mail every day. <laughs> <laughs> also, when she's she's like, I swear on my two kittens sleeping at yes. home. <laughs> I was immediately on her side when she did that. I was I like, was too. Oh, girl is telling the truth. I mean, I was like, yeah, you wouldn't say anything on those kittens' lives. No. She's like, I swear on my father's grave. Yeah, she started with she her father's grave. grave. And then she was like, wait, 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 like, dial it back. Kittens. kittens. Yeah. No, I think she was dialing it up. Yeah. I believe her. Because Demario seems like he would probably do this. He was not yeah. there for the right reasons. No. He was so awkward when she w- when she told him to get the fuck out. He was like, uh, "Sorry." Yeah. Well, but, no. Now yeah. we're gonna see all the dudes like attack him later, and then at the beginning of the next episode. Ugh. Yes, I'm here for it. I'm so ready for this drama. I hope Kenny beats the shit wanna, out of him. I just want to talk about Rachel saying, "I'm not here to be played, so I'm gonna need you to get the fuck out." Rachel yes. is a queen. yes, and I was like, she "Yes." Is. Her like attitude face get is out, the best thing out. I've ever seen in my whole. Life. I love Rachel. She straight up. She lawyered him in that yes. conversation. She, like, like it tore was him like, to shreds. She was like, are these texts going to corroborate your story or her story? He was like, Tell what's right corroborate? Now. <laughs> yeah, so that was, it reminded me so much of when, I know, Kelly, this is going to be a reference you don't know, but when Emily Maynard told Kaylin to yes. get the fuck out. Yeah. Because he called, he called her daughter baggage, and she said, do you have anything to say for yourself? And he's like, no. And she said, then get the fuck out. Damn. And then he just sat there. And she was like, yeah. go. And it was great because she was like a tiny little woman with who seemed like very demure and southern. And then she was like, you talk about my daughter, I'll fucking kill you. And it mm-hmm. was great. She called it West Virginia backwoods hood rat. <laughs> is that yeah. what she said? Yeah. But no one is as great as Rachel. Rachel, no. please marry me. Rachel is the best. Yeah. But yeah. I if really none of this works out, to- please come be in the squad. Yes. Rachel. Rachel, we will have you on our podcast any We'll just day. give you the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be yours. Rachel's Rachel. the new all, all of this could be yours. <laughs> Imagine. Okay. I will... The last thing I want to say about that episode is that I love Peter and that he got the first one-on-one date and he met Copper and Copper's amazing. And Copper loves Peter. I love Copper so much. And Peter was like, Copper really liked me. And shout out to Beth from Indiana who suggested that Copper should be the next Bachelor. Yes. I 100% agree. Yeah, I would watch a season of all dogs. Yes. Yeah. What if you had dogs and cats like like Bachelor in Paradise but dogs, dogs and, and cats. Dogs and cats living together? Yes. Mass hysteria. 
<laughs> um, Kelly, Kelly has been talking about being a contestant on The Bachelor. Yeah. And she's already mm. thinking about what's going to happen when she doesn't win her season, but then gets invited to be the next Bachelor. I am like such a fan so, favorite. It's obvious. Well, girl, yeah, you know, Bachelor that's what's going to happen. You'll, you're so like Kelly, the next Caitlin Bristow. Yeah. Kelly, if that happens, you need to bring Penelope. Oh, hell yes. To the the mansion with you. <laughs> I will. We need a cat. And if any of those guys say in their bio they don't like to hear about their dates' cats, which someone did say in these you can bios, be like, you can get the you need to tell them to get the fuck out. Wasn't it Blake yeah. who said that? Yes, Probably and he's awful. Because he's a and, dick. Yeah. And he likes to talk about his dick. <laughs> about all he cares dick. about is, like, how much he hates Lucas. That's I all think he cares about. that is a cover for secret love. Yeah, it is. And, you know, I mean, most Kelly, of the time, <laughs> I might write time, a fanfic. When men hate each other that much, <laughs> I sense yeah. a little erotic it's, tension. It's, I think he feels man motional towards him. <laughs> he just can't contain his man motions. No, he can't. All right. He's going to, they'll probably both be gone in a week or two at most. Um, Hopefully. Okay. The last two points. That I wanted to talk about, or not actually anything that happened in the episode, but um, some social media stuff about two of the guys has been unearthed, and mm-hmm. it's shitty. Spoiler. It's shitty. Um, Lucas is a fat shamer. Is anyone surprised? So he Shall posted we? something on Instagram. Um, it was Tess Holiday on the cover of People magazine, and, you know... He basically was talking about how she's unhealthy and stuff because, you know, Lucas knows about people's Which, I mean, health. I've got to say, if he knew anything about Tess Holiday, he would know that she is, first and foremost, like, sort of an advocate saying, you don't know anything about me. How can you say I'm not healthy? You <laughs> exactly. don't Have you seen my medical records? I mean, like, I have mixed feelings on Tess Holiday, which is besides the point. But like, but it's not about her being fat. It's not about not. her being fat. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I it's mean, about whether or not she's like a decent person. <laughs> you can't. You can't look at someone and just know. If Lucas knew anything about health, he would know not to shake his head around. Yes, that's exactly what right? I was going to say. Like, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. That's much much more dangerous. Yeah, much more dangerous. Don't shake a baby. He <laughs> you shakes shake his a head baby. all the time. Well, he drowned a baby. Oh, yeah, challenge. that's true. And then he threw it yes. on the ground. That is yeah, not he healthy, like, Lucas. He spiked the baby into yeah, the ground. <laughs> anyway, so he's a fat shamer and he's terrible. And I mean, he's already terrible. It's what yeah. you'd expect yeah. from Lucas. This is par for the course. He sucks. The, the worst one, though, I think, is Lee, who they're setting up to be the, the villain, I think, through some of the, like, the previews of the next episodes. But someone found some of his old tweets and he's now set his twitter to private so you can't see it but when you go on this show like you become a public personality especially on twitter because live tweeting the show is a big thing so he's hiding some stuff now um but he had some some racist tweets some sexist tweets um i'll I'll read some of them just because i thought i was like what are you doing and so someone found them and obviously now he's hiding them. Um, he said, again, this are, these are Lee's words, not mine. What's the difference between the NAACP and the KKK? Wait for it. One has the sense of shame to cover their racist-ass faces. Mm, that's okay. bad. Is he, is so, he implying, like, racism that, against white people? Is that what yes. he... Okay. He is talking could, about reverse racism, which is about not, reverse racism. Yeah. Guys, it's not a thing, okay? It's not a thing. It's not a thing. Not a thing. I'm just going to throw a couple more. 
couple more. Um, I don't hate Muslims. I do hate Islam. What? What? How does that uh, work? Uh, he doesn't give a reason, actually. This is what's really fucked up, though, to me. He called Black Lives Matter a terrorist group. Of course he did. What pisses me off the most about this is not that some asshole said something stupid on Twitter, because that happens a lot every of day. people say stupid shit on Twitter. It really pisses me off at ABC, though, that they would knowingly bring a guy on who says stuff like that to date the first Black Bachelorette, which yeah. is, like, a progressive move that they made. Mm-hmm. And now they're doing this shit, which is – he's clearly on there because he's going to butt heads with some of the black men in the house. I guarantee it. Because he's going to say something to piss them off. And I, I hate that they stuck him in there just to do that because it's going to upset Rachel. Our and you don't Rachel. fuck with Rachel. It's and really it's messed up. It's basically, like, on Unreal. Do, you, do any of you guys watch Unreal? Mm-mm. Yeah, I saw the first season. But, yeah, they did that. They made a girl, like, be the angry black girl. And they made a girl wear the Confederate bikini thing. Yeah. So. On the second season of Unreal, um, they have a black bachelor, which Unreal did it before the actual fucking show that it's imitating <laughs> did it. Clearly, um, I need to watch the second season. Yeah. So they have a black bachelor, and they convince a southern girl to go on the show and wear her um, Confederate flag bikini. So, I mean, it's really interesting because Unreal isn't very far off from how The Bachelor is at all, just from, like, a viewer's standpoint. Obviously, I'm not behind the scenes, but... So that happened in the second season. Well, isn't yeah. it, isn't the woman writing Unreal, didn't she used to work on The Bachelor? Yes. Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. She was on a podcast that I listened to, and it was really interesting. But no, I guess I did see part of the second season, but I can't remember how it ends. But I remember in one season, they were pushing a black contestant to like, you know, if you want to go further, you need to be angry, pissed about this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I immediately was reminded of the whole Confederate flag thing. But yeah, I'm just kind of pissed at ABC. Also, I mean, I think he sucks, obviously, but... It makes me mad that ABC, who definitely knew that and, like, thoroughly vetted this guy, yeah, were like, yeah, bring him on. I mean, I'm sure they had him for the drama, but the drama that makes The Bachelor great is stuff like, ooh, Demario actually has a girlfriend. He's not here for the right reasons. It's not, this guy is actually really racist and we're bringing him in to, like, make the first black bachelorette feel uncomfortable. That's yeah. not drama yeah, that, I think people uh, want to see. No, it's it's just really messed up drama. He also said never trust a female liberal or a man that owns a cat, which not nearly as offensive as any of these things, but, like... I'm offended. What? He, he talked about cats. Yes, cat people. <laughs> Come on. Never trust a person who doesn't like cats. It bothers me, so I can't, I don't know, I just can't wait for him to leave, because I'm not, I'm I'm seriously here to watch Rachel and, like, see what happens, and hopefully she marries Peter and everything will be great, but (laughs) we're not here for Lee and his, like, fake reverse racism bullshit. Yeah. Honestly, I'm not here for singer-songwriters at all. If there is a singer-songwriter on the show, I'm immediately, like, just turn around and go. No. So... Get out. Yeah. I mean, that that in and of itself was enough without the racism. Like, and the fact that he, you know, has the worst hair. The, the worst, worst hair. hair. Yeah. His hair is just as bad as all the stuff he says and does. Its height <laughs> comes from his it's racism. Really it's on the same level of yeah. really fucking terrible. And everything anyway, bad yeah. that he says, his hair just grows a little yes. bit. <laughs> we were right about longer. him, too. Everyone basically just said, like, you suck. Your hair sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was true. It was true. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> um, Kelly, you said he seems like an all right dude, though. Oh. 
Oh, I look, didn't know. Look at Kelly. Well, you but know you what? did say his hair is so so bad, which is true. So he's just this is this is terrible. Kelly's first time really like dedicating herself yeah. to a full season of The Bachelorette. Let's have a round of applause yes. for Kelly. Yes, Kelly. We are bringing you over to our side, and we're so excited to have you. I think you picked a great first season to start with, too, because so far, like, both of those episodes have actually been watchable, like, all the way through. Except for the whole basketball scene. So boring. (laughs) (laughs) Except for sports. Ew. Come for the Bachelorette. Stay for Bachelor in Paradise. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, like, you, you sat through the basketball, and then you immediately got the best drama yeah, I felt I felt for. like I you know was paid back for the suffering. Yes, definitely. Um. So also, I definitely got fooled by Demario because I thought he was really cute. And I did too. I was really sad. He was cute. But even in the first episode, there were rumblings. Yeah, and oh, he yeah, was very yeah. like cocky. Yeah, they kind of spoiled that. Like that's why I kind of knew that it, he was going to be the one that had the girlfriend, and then I googled mm-hmm. it, of course. So. That I double. Susan, we, we don't want any spoiler. <laughs> That's the only thing. That's okay. the only thing. Um, and it's mostly because someone like sort of sent me something, and then I was like, "Wait, is it Demario?" And then I looked. Yes. Yeah. I'm just so waiting sad. for all of these like also super boring white dudes to fall off, like this yeah. like lawyer and blah, and these fucking boring people. Not that being no. a lawyer is boring because Richard's everybody a lawyer, that's but. not Peter or Kenny can go. Alex, though. I'm, oh, sorry, Alex. Please give oh Alex more screen time. I love Alex. I'm he's worried so about cute. his lack of screen time. I think he's not going to go as far as I imagine. But he's saying but, in Russian. Um, <laughs> that did not. He charm will me. for sure go to Paris oh because, so like, and everybody is going to be after him because. Oh my god, he's so cute. I wonder how Lee feels about you know having an immigrant on the show, someone with immigrant parents. Yeah, I love his like slightly. His faint little Russian accent. Oh, my God. Killing uh, me. I'm, I love it. I love it. He's so him. great. Well, one last thing. Predictions for Final Four or winners? So we all basically agree Peter. on Kenny and Peter. Peter I, and Kenny. Kenny and Peter, definitely. I mean, I think either Kenny or Peter will win. I can see uh, that. I think it's Peter. Um, I think it's Peter. I think Kenny's going to go far. I can't remember who else I put. I locked in my Final Four picks. I think Josiah is going to make it for a while. Um, he's getting a lot of screen I time. I think he's in my top four. I put either yeah. him or Will, I think. In the oh, also four. that guy, the, what's his name? Brian. The aggressive kisser. The guy, the guy she, she makes out make with out real with. hard. Brian. Yeah, I put him in my final four, too. And then I was torn between Josiah and Will, and I can't remember which one I picked. Will's he was the one that, I don't know. Will did the I think Urkel Brian's going to fizzle out. I think that they've got a lot of sexual chemistry, but I don't know if the substance is going to be there once they start exploring their relationship more. So I'm a little yeah. iffy about that one. I don't know. I just, like, want her to sleep with him, though, because it's going to be amazing. <laughs> oh, and yeah. I want They're going to go her. at it. <laughs> Which is good, because you got to get that last one kind of out of your system before you marry Peter, who's <laughs> also going to be great. He's going to um, be so tender. Oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And also, they both talked about, like, how therapy is an awesome thing. I yes. know. Oh my I loved that. And I was like, yes. Great. Do that. I'm here for I it. I love their conversation on they their They actually talked about day. some, like, real stuff. It was They great. seemed so comfortable together. They weren't, like, ask. They were, like... Oh. Talking in like a way that you married. They were talking in a way that you talk with someone who you already know. They weren't like asking each other yeah. questions back and forth and trying to keep the conversation going. They were just like talking. Well, so much of the time people will sit on their dates and just talk about their own date. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, I don't 
fucking care. You don't have to recap it. This one, they were like, yeah, I went to therapy to, like, work out some stuff, and I know myself better, and it's super awesome. And and they talked about their gap teeth, and it's just like, <laughs> Okay. plug um if you haven't noticed already this summer on the blog emily and i are doing a summer of young adult literature Woo! i'm high five in the sky this is a super casual blog series and maybe at the end of the summer we could do a mini-sode on some young adult stuff but we yeah have already reviewed and discussed the love interest by kale dietrich which I loved. I thought it was great. Um, so our informal chat is up on the blog now. Uh, we also have some other blog posts. Um, Susan has one. Susan has one up brand new, which is about Susan. It's about true crime and anxiety and mental health. Yeah. All things we love to talk about. And then I have one up from last week about Laura Palmer and uh, yeah. from Twin Peaks and why I'm obsessed with her. And also... I'll probably want to write something more about Twin Peaks later after this new season is finished because there's already so much to talk about and I'm loving it. And no spoilers. Yeah. I haven't seen it yet. No spoilers. There's not much to spoil. Um, <laughs> Typical David Lynch. <laughs> yeah. It's like, what am I going to tell you, really? But um, <laughs> yeah. So check out our blog. Um, also, we have our next book podcast coming in two weeks. Um, and that is going to be, yay! That's going to be on Horror Store. Horror Store. Horror Store. By, um, Grady, Grady Hendrix. Yes. And, um, yeah, so definitely if you have anything you would like us to discuss about that, get us on Facebook or on Twitter or on Instagram or send us an email or whatever with your discussion points or whatever um and also read along with us please and we also have a goodreads group now which is very exciting Yeah, we do um so we have all of our books listed and maybe we'll post a little discussion board thing or something for whatever book we're on so yeah um lots of stuff and thanks everyone for listening please 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 rate us and subscribe and tell your um, friends. And tell your friends. Um, but seriously, like, rate us on iTunes, even if you don't use iTunes as your podcasting platform, because God knows I don't use iTunes. But um, <laughs> <laughs> I use iTunes. iTunes, love me. <laughs> uh, but please really rate us because iTunes bashing here. that's where all the other things draw Look from, and it is the most important place for us to get feedback and ratings. So please, please, please. Rate us and subscribe. And just subscribe and then delete your podcast app if that's what you need to do. Um. Also, <laughs> if you have any comments about Guardians of the Galaxy or The Bachelorette or about the last book we read, um, which uh, was White, White Teeth. Teeth. White, White Teeth. Teeth. <laughs> um, I'm like, oh, that was so long ago. Um, we will be reading listener feedback on all of our full episodes. So, we will get to those then, and we would love to hear what you have to say because we like talking to you guys. Yeah. Yes. So our website is booksquadgoals.org. 
Wait, no. what is it? No. <laughs> it's bookbookquad.ink. I-N-K. 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 Like a squid. Like a squid. <laughs> um, and we're Book Squad Goals on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Find us. You can talk to us anywhere and everywhere. We will answer. Anywhere. Stalk us. <laughs>